We are so glad that you joined us online today. We hope you enjoy the service and would love to see you in person. Just go to plan your visit online to experience a service on our campus. Well, we are still obviously celebrating the 29 who went all in last week. Let's give them another round of applause, especially if they're in this room. We're cheering you guys on. So excited. I know there are probably others, and it is not too late. We don't have to wait for a special weekend. The baptism waters are always warm, including today. So I just uh, cheering them on. Uh, every one of those uh, folks are going to be uh, paired, up, paired up with a stride partner to help walk with them through their faith. So it's a really exciting time. Uh, my name is Joe, by the way. I'm on staff here at Whitewater. I get to lead some folks in the creative realm, and I, I love it. I thank you so much for being here, especially if you're online. Glad that you're here as well. And uh, if you're newer around here, I know that uh, that's not the cue. Yeah, right. Okay, sorry. I messed up. I'm not, I'm not talking about newer yet. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're part of Whitewater around here, uh, your giving uh, makes things like All In and baptisms and all the things that happen that we do here on campus and in the community happen. So thank you for that generosity. That is actually part of your worship. And you came, if you came prepared to worship today, uh, you can do that in the boxes as you exit. And also those who do it online in the uh, boxes uh, and on the mobile app, uh, we appreciate your generosity and your worship. I hope you came prepared today to continue to worship. We'll do that through singing. If you're new around here, uh, we actually want to be able to meet with you just for a couple of minutes and say hi. I know it's nice to be invisible, like I can barely even see faces out here and you're kind of sitting in the back, but we would really love to just say hi to you just for three minutes right after the service behind the camera up over here. That's Andrew. Andrew, wave hi. Yeah, he's over there. Uh, just for a couple of minutes, we have a free gift. You just want to say hi. Um, also, an extra special thing that we do every couple of weeks is called Whitewater Connect. The information is in your bulletin. But after this service, you can attend this service, and then at, 11, at the 11.15 hour, there's a Whitewater Connect. Just go to information. They'll point you in the right direction. You can meet some people uh, and get connected around here. We would love to help you with that. Uh, so in the next 60 minutes, uh, we're going to be doing some worship, of course, through communion. Just like every week, we practice an open communion. We want everybody to participate. And of course, we're going to stand and we're going to sing in worship as well. And today, I want to hear your voices. I'm going to help lead. I want to hear voices, energy. All right, let's clap. Let's start praising God.
sing this out together. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? 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 And who can stop the Lord Almighty? Let's keep singing that. Who can stop the
continue to sing about our living hope, Jesus Christ. Sing this together. How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to where my sin and bear my shame the cross has spoken i am forgiven the king of kings calls me his own beautiful savior i'm yours forever jesus christ my
Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are our living hope. And we acknowledge you as our only hope. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. God's going to have a seat. Yeah. Apparently my mom's here today. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, I, uh, I am so excited uh, to be here with you uh, today. There's, there's going to be a little bit more music in the message time uh, this weekend, and, uh, and I'm excited to be the one um, who's going to have a chance to, to sing my sermons to you today. And the reason I say it like that is because uh, I was a 19-year-old in college, and um, somewhere around... Um, my sophomore year, I had this opportunity to join a band that nobody had ever heard of at that time called FFH. And um, I remember going to some of my advisors and saying, hey, I have this opportunity. I know I'm going to school to be a pastor and I'm studying theology, um, but do you think it would be a good idea for me to, to drop out of school and join this band? And, <laughs> and uh, all of my advisors looked at me like Keeley still does sometimes, like, are you crazy? Um, is, is, are you really asking this question? And all of them said no but one. And um, we were at Denny's la uh, that night, and uh, we were eating a Grand Slam breakfast, which I still love to this day. And, uh, and I said, here's the story. Do you think I should do it? And he said, I think you should. And I said, out of all my friends and advisors, you're the only one that told me that. Why would you tell me to do it? And he said, man, you're still going to preach sermons. They're just going to be about three and a half minutes long, and they're going to have a melody to it. And it's some of the best advice that I've been given, because there'll be people that grace this stage way more eloquent with their words than me, um, but I have a chance to write some of these down and, and put some music to it. And so I'd like to just be able to, if we can, I know there's a lot of people this, here this morning, but if it's possible to view this space as my living room. And I've invited you guys into my living room, and if you came to my house, this is probably what would happen. At some point, somebody would grab a guitar, and they would put it in my hands, or I would put it in one of my friend's hands and say, hey, sing me something uh, and tell me a story of why you wrote it. So that's what this morning is going to be for you guys. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. The first song that uh, I want to sing is a song called Turnaround. And um, I, I wrote this song with a friend um, named Matt Marr, and it's really funny how he wrote this song because uh, a lot of times you think when, when songwriters get into a room, there's something deeply spiritual and, and theological happening. We were actually people watching um, when we wrote this song. Anybody ever people watch? I, I was at the zoo this weekend, and I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure what was more fascinating, the animals or the people watching the animals because it was equally entertain entertaining. Um, but we, we were people watching, and honestly, uh, we were kind of trying to kill time because we didn't really have an idea for this next song. And um, we'd already written one that morning, and we were looking to write one that afternoon. And we saw this lady getting out of her van, and it seemed like about 20 kids piled out. And none of them were doing what she wanted them to do. Uh, one took off running, one was literally hanging on to her leg, and the other one wouldn't come out of the van. And, uh, and so we just started, we just looked at it and, and saw the real life that happened in that moment. And, and, um, and we just wrote, that's how the first verse happened. And um, in the back of my mind, I had a friend of mine that had a conversation with me that just said, you know, um, 
at times I feel like I don't matter. And that statement just hung with me. And so we just kind of put those two things together and uh, Amy wrote this song, never thought another thing about it. And uh, it, it comes time to, uh, for my buddy to release his record. He emails me and says, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I'm releasing this song on our next record. And uh, I was like, what song? And he was like, the people watching song. I said, really? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we're, I'm gonna release it. And uh, by the way, it's gonna be our first single. And, um, and to this date, it's probably the, the song that has gotten more radio play than any other thing that I've ever done. And so I figure if God can use somebody to people watch and then write a song, he can use the rest of us to do whatever he wants. So I hope you enjoy this song. It's called Turn Around. Young man on the side of the road Lost and beat of nowhere to go He smells like a hangover from days ago He does what he can to survive Single mom with a dead-end job 90-hour week just to keep what she's got But the bills add up and now she's caught She does what she can to survive well, let me say that love won't take away the pain But don't be afraid, cause it will never walk away If you're scared that you don't matter If you're lost and need to be found If you're looking for a savior All you gotta do is turn around if no one listens to you anymore And your heart has broken down You don't need to move, love's come to you All you gotta do is turn around Some turn to a bottle some turn to a drug Some turn to another's arms Though it seems like it's never enough Well, I won't say That you'll never fail again But there is grace To wash away your every sin If you're scared that you don't matter if you're lost and need to be found If you're looking for a savior All you gotta do is turn around If no one listens to you anymore And your heart has broken down You don't need to move, love has come to you All you gotta do is turn around All you gotta do is turn around We'll turn around, turn around, yeah. But you don't have to take the broken road. You can turn around and come back home, yeah. You don't have to take the broken road. You can turn around and come back home, yeah. You don't have to take the broken road. You can turn around and come back home. If you're scared that you don't matter, if you're lost and 
need to be found If you're looking for a savior All you gotta do is turn around If no one listens to you anymore Then your heart has broken down You don't need to move, love's come to you All you gotta do is turn around All you gotta do is turn around Anybody heard that song before? Awesome, three of you, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I'd love to, to do another song for you, and, um, and I'm going to throw a curveball to uh, our CG operator uh, in the back. I'm going to do a song called If God Had a Front Porch. And uh, one of the reasons that I want to do this song is, uh, I, I, man, I've just thought so much about my grandparents uh, over the last couple of weeks, and um, my grandpa passed away. Um, several years ago, but around this time. Um, and um, I, I was lucky enough to grow up around both sets of my grandparents. I was about a mile away from both of them. And uh, on a nice day outside, when I was a little boy, I would get on my bicycle and I would ride the mile down to my grandparents' house. And uh, I, would, I would, you know, eventually I'd throw the bike in the yard and I'd run up onto the porch where my grandparents had uh, some furniture on the on the front porch they had like one of those old green metal rockers you remember those those things like and it was rusted just right in the middle and there was really room for two people to sit on that comfortably and uh, as a little guy I would run up on the front porch and just sit right in the middle of grandma and grandpa and uh, grandma always had uh, a couple of things waiting on me she had a can of pepsi and uh, and a snickers bar and um, man i i loved i loved doing that we'd sit on the front porch and uh and, you know, just watch the cars go by. And uh, I was telling Keely, who she grew up in the city and I grew up more in the country, and uh, I was telling her about that. And she said, so let me get this straight. You, you get on the porch and you sit down and then you watch traffic. That's what happens? And <laughs> she said, well, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound near as cool. Um, but yes. <laughs> um, and... Um, and we would, we would sit there sometimes until the sun went down and um, just sit there and talk. People would stop by and they talked to my grandfather. He was kind of like the mayor of our little town that we grew up in. And, and um, I, I say all that to say, one of my, my, my songwriter friends, um, he asked me, he said, hey, if God had a front porch, what do you think it'd be like? I said, I, I think I know exactly what it'd be like. It'd be like my grandpa's front porch. Um, and the reason I say that is because it was a place where everyone was welcome and no one wanted to leave. And so um, I hope that you hear this song, the, uh, the intention that it was written in, that, um, that you're welcome with God. And uh, once you get around him very long, you probably won't want to leave his presence. And this song was, ended up being recorded by Gary Chapman and Allison Krauss. It's called If God Had a Front Porch. God had a front porch, there probably wouldn't be a front door, just a welcome mat that said, come on in. There'd be music in the background, 
Everybody just hanging out and laughing like a bunch of old friends. If God had a front porch, if God had a pair of shoes, I bet they wouldn't be brand new. They'd be worn and old with holes in the sides. They would have walked with you every mile through the storms and through the trials and they'd even carried you a few times if God had a pair of shoes and no this world could be a better place and no Show us all a better way If God had a telephone Be a number everybody'd know You'd never fail to get him on the line You could call in the middle of the night Just to laugh or just to cry And he'd never be the first to say goodbye God had a telephone And no This world could be a better place And no He could show us all a better way God, were you and me, he'd probably do a few things differently. He'd worry less and love more than we do. Rich or poor, black or white, we'd all be the same. In his eyes, be someone you could always look up to. Oh, the kind of friend would give his life for you. And oh, this world could be a better place. And no, oh, he could show us all a better way. God had a front porch there. Probably wouldn't be a front door, just a welcome mat that said, come on in. Thank you. Um, I've got a, a, just a few songs left here, and um, I, uh, I looked on Facebook um, last night at um, just some of the requests that, um, that were made of songs that people wanted me to sing this morning, and uh, there seemed to be one that, that kept coming uh, up in some of the comments, and that song is called Devil's Hand, and um, I, I wrote this song 
really with a friend of mine. There's kind of an A version of this song and a B version of this song. Um, the A version of it is a totally different song called Thief um, that I wrote with um, a young lady named Susan Ashton. And she's an incredible singer. And, uh, and we wrote this song called Thief and love for you to hear that at some point, but I'm not gonna play that one today. Um, part B of this ended up being a song called The Devil's Hand. And it was partly out of my story, partly out of Susan's story. And um, the long and short of it is, is that um, my friend was sitting across from me telling me about all the bad choices that she had made in her life, as if she had created a list in her mind of mistakes that she had made that had been burned, um, chiseled into her memory. And, uh, and I asked her, uh, as in the middle of her telling me some, I said, are, are, are you done yet? And she goes, no, I got more. I said, okay, and so um, part of songwriting I found is just listening, being a good listener and just trying to be a good friend and a good listener and just talked about walking down the wrong road and, and when she said that phrase, I started to identify um, with what she was saying. I don't know about you, but I've walked down a few wrong roads in my life and, um, and oftentimes I think unknowingly holding the devil's hand and I think anytime we walk away from God or what he wants us to do, essentially, we're holding the devil's hand. And um, so at the end of her going through her, her spiel, her confession, so to speak, um, I said, you know, I only have one thing to say to you. And she said, what is that? And I said, thank God for Jesus. Because his presence and his power and his blood makes all the difference in the world for people like me and you who walked down the wrong road and somewhere on that road the grace of Jesus Christ found us and picked us up and carried us home and I don't know if that's your story this morning but if it is um, I just want to encourage you to be reminded that the power and the grace of Jesus Christ is stronger than your sin could ever be and I thank God for that this morning this song is called The Devil's Hand When I first met him, I didn't know That all he wanted was my soul I Said he'd like to be my friend So he reached out and took my hand Well, he wasn't scary like you'd think he was wearing white, had an angel's face Well, he kept talking and for I knew We were down the road a mile or two And he'll take you farther than you want to go Show you hurt like you never known You lose yourself one step at a time and he'll keep you longer than you want to stay Shost you more than you want to pay And all the road to hell begins holding the devil's hand Well then he whispered in my ear And he told me things I wanted to hear with every lie that left his 
his lips I could feel him tighten up his grip That's when I should have turned and ran Toward the light and away from him But I listened to every word he said Lying is what he does best And he'll take you farther than you want to go Show you hurt like you never known You lose yourself one step at a time And he'll keep you longer than you want to stay Cost you more than you want to pay And all the road to hell begins Holding the devil's hand Oh, I spent a lot of years Watching all my demons dancing there Laughing at me Oh, but finally I said I want to be free Lord, set me free The light came down all at once Oh, nail-scarred hands pick me up And then he looked that devil in the eye And said, you can't have him, this one's mine So take your hands off him, cause this one's mine You guys doing okay? One more? Okay? All right. Well, I, um, I, I can't sing this next song uh, without thinking of my other grandparents, my grandpa. Uh, he, he was just such a, a wonderful man, taught me so much about life. We went fishing all the time, and uh, he taught me how to fish. And uh, one of the times that we went fishing, um, in fact, it was not all that long ago, uh, the whole conversation was about grandma, and grandma had, um, she had Alzheimer's, and my grandpa took care of her uh, for over eight years by himself, um, with the help some of, of my mom and, and her sister and brother, but um, to give you an idea of what he did for her, he'd wake her up each morning and uh, teach her how to go to the bathroom. He would teach her how to eat breakfast. Uh, my grandma was kind of fancy and she had her nails painted all the time. And so my grandpa, 83 years old, shaky hands, would sit down and paint my grandma's fingernails for her. And um, remember at one, at one point I, I uh, looked at grandpa and I said, Grandpa, um, have you ever thought about getting some help to take care of grandma? Um, she's not getting better. Have you ever thought about... Um, maybe a nursing home or someplace that you can put grandma because grandpa, you're not healthy. He had lost 30 plus pounds in um, just a few months and had no idea that his body was completely eaten up with cancer. And he didn't know that because he spent his time taking care of her. And um, I remember this story too, I gotta tell this. Um, my grandpa was putting my grandma in bed one night, tucking her in, which is like the coolest picture uh, in the world and uh, getting the pillows just right, and he got ready to get in on one side of the bed, and my grandma goes, what, what do you think you're doing? 
And uh, my, <laughs> my grandpa said, well, I, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And she said, not in here, you're not. I ain't that kind of girl. <laughs> oh, my, oh, I love that story. My grandpa, he got his pillow and a blanket and walked down to a spare bedroom like he'd done a hundred times before and slept there that night. But about that time I asked grandpa, you thought about getting some help for grandpa or grandma. And I knew he was sick and uh, we didn't know he had cancer, but we knew he was sick. And when I said all those things, he just kind of put his hand up like this, which is like the grandfatherly way of saying hush. And he said, your grandma took care of me for the first 50 years and I'm gonna take care of her for the next 50. And he meant it. He kept his promise. He took care of her up until the day that she passed. And, um, and then he passed not too long after that. And, um, you know, I, a lot of times when I think about the examples that I've had in my life and how to love somebody, um, even how to love my wife, Keely, we're 13 years in now. We've got a little son named Nash and trying to figure out how to love my family the best. Um, I look at the example of my grandfather and I'm grateful for it. So maybe you have an example that you've seen in your life that you want to be grateful for too in this moment. And if you do, I just encourage you to offer up a prayer of thanksgiving for that person while I sing this last song. It's called What I Already Know. has been a teacher, an enemy and a friend, and at times I've learned my lesson the hard way. I've been known to lose my temper, my patience and my pride, but I've never lost the need to pray. Well, I don't need some mountain move for me or some miracle to behold. All I really need is just a little more faith to believe what I already know. You said you'd never leave me And you'd walk right by my side But right now all I feel is alone Cause I can't see your angels Watching over me Oh, but Jesus loves me The Bible tells me so Well, I don't need some mountain for me or some see those streets of gold but all I really need is just a little more faith to believe what I already know I know there's much bigger problems than mine Lord, if you get the time, 
Well, I don't need the waters to part for me Or get a glimpse of those streets of gold Well, all I really need is just a little more faith To believe what I already know Yeah, the secret to walking down life's road is to believe what you already know. be seated. What a special guy with a special gift. <clears throat> and it's kind of a bittersweet weekend uh, because our worship team has known this for a little bit, but due to some drivers in Michael's life, he's going to be uh, rolling off our regular worship leader rotation. And I, uh, rather than me tell you why, I just thought I'd read a short email that Michael sent to all of us. Uh, I am so honored to have met this guy. Uh, and there's a, yes. <clears throat> it would be impossible to measure how much Whitewater has meant to me and Keeley. Many of you have loved and cared for us in ways that we could never repay. That's part of what makes what I'm about to tell you so difficult. Last year, Keeley and I began to talk about what the next season or chapter of life looks like for us. We talked about our hopes for our family and in general what we felt like God was asking us to do. The more we talked, the more we began to entertain the idea of me staying home more often. Now to be clear, I love music, I love traveling. This January marked 20 years since I've been doing music and worship full time and I can honestly say I still thoroughly enjoy it. However, when Nash came along, he referenced Nash, he was the biggest blessing Keely and I have ever received and as you would expect, though, Keely and I didn't get to travel as much as we previously had. We made it work because Keely is amazing, but my schedule began to get more and more challenging. A few months ago, I realized I was gone 15 out of 30 days that month. That's when we both realized that there needed to be an adjustment to my schedule. So with a mixture of fear and excitement, I'm significantly altering my traveling schedule to be home more often. I'll also be leading worship regularly at a church in Brentwood, Tennessee, and they are blessed to have you more than they have now. They have no idea. <clears throat> My hope is that I can take the many things you have taught me both spiritually and musically and use them to lead and bless people in Nashville. Assuming David and Laura will have me, uh, we will. I will be back 
and hopefully with a handful of stories about how God has a plan, even if I couldn't fully see it. I love you guys. I will miss you, but I'm so thankful to have served with you. I pray God blesses you in Whitewater in ways we couldn't imagine. Michael Boggs. So when God closes one door, he opens another. That's going to be true for Michael. That's going to be true for us. So we'll be trying out some new faces leading worship here in the near future to add to our rotation. So look for that. I first reached out to him because I was looking for some worship leaders uh, about eight or nine years ago. And this shows you how long it's been. I first reached out to Michael on MySpace. (laughs) You all remember that? And he answered, you know God was in it to respond to my space. I don't even know if they're around anymore. But anyway, that's how long it's been. And we have walked through ups and downs, peaks and valleys for him in his life, peaks and valleys for this church. Michael has seen us in our best and when we weren't at our best and has been a constant encourager behind the scenes. Uh, And so his three and a half minute messages uh, through song and through email and voice to all of us have been a blessing. And we are who we are today because the foundation of Michael Boggs and other people just like him. And so, Michael, on your last regular weekend with us, we just want to tell you how much you and Keeler loved it. And I have a little present for you. I think it's apropos. Michael's a pretty simple musician. He's a pretty simple guy. His favorite <laughs> restaurant is Cracker Barrel. It's a really... Yes. <clears throat> It's the only place that he goes, and it's just kind of like bread and butter, hamburger, french fries. So uh, we bought you a gift card for $500 to Cracker Barrel. Now, (laughs) that ought to last you at least a month. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, just a little something from us to you. And you'll probably see Michael again, and we are so appreciative of you, brother. Well done. Good and faithful service. Well done. Well done. <clears throat> well, next weekend is Easter. Michael's done a few Easter weekends. I bet you have too. We will be ready. I hope you have been inviting. I would encourage you to select three people this week. Name your three. Invite your three to be here next weekend. Two services on Saturday, 3.30 and 5. Two on Sunday, our regular time, 9.30, 11.15. Uh, If any of you that attend on Sunday could slide to Saturday and create some space on Sunday, we think more people will be here on Sunday. That would be helpful. I'm positive our Harbortown Children's Ministry could use your help serving with all of the babies and young people that may be coming our way. So please be prepared for next weekend. Prepare for fussy children, distractions, be nice. I know it's hard for some of y'all. Be nice, company is here, company's here every weekend, but be nice. Uh, No saving like 10 seats, okay? Bring the people with you and sit down, okay? We know how that works, but invite your three, and we just think it's gonna be great. We're gonna help people unlock, I pray, unlock the potential of their life. Jesus specializes in having keys that unlock things. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I've been working on this message for a while, Pray for me. Everything that can go wrong will happen to me in my life this week. So pray for me. 
Easter's coming, and I look to see you there. If you're brand new here, the three after is right down there at the end of the ramp by the camera op. We'd love to talk to you there. Don't forget about Whitewater Connect at the 1115 hour if you want to get some more information. If you are led to give, don't forget about those offering boxes. Your giving online or in person makes all of this happen. It really does. And so uh, the gospel is free, but preaching it is not. And so we thank you for your generosity. If you have faith questions, you want to pray right down front here. I'm sure Michael will be in and out and around on this day. But thanks again for being here. God bless you. Jesus is alive and so are we. And we're going to celebrate it next weekend. See you then.